Battle Royale. Gas is closing on your position. Suggest you get moving. You're up, soldier. Now go sort this fucker out. All right, this is the One Shot Podcast, your one-stop shop to all things Warzone. We're breaking down the last days of Verdansk. We're bringing you all the new information on the new Pacific map, Caldera. I'm Posey. I'm here with Twitch streamer, the Tin Man. So yeah, I'm the Tin Man. I'm a Twitch streamer. It's spelled TH3 Tin Man. That's the only way it would work on there, so that's the way it is. Um... I'm a 37-year-old streamer who suffers from heart disease and uses this to not only keep myself sane, but to raise money for the American Heart Association. And a portion of everything that comes in through my channel gets donated directly to the American Heart Association. And those donations are done live on stream. So it's it's all legit. Helps me. It helps anybody else uh, with my condition. And uh, yeah, I'm just a longtime gamer that has a love for gaming and turned it into a dream of mine to actually start streaming. And it... Uh, it's been going very well recently and with the help from my friends and other streamers and just an amazing community, you know, we've actually been raising money for a good cause and uh, giving me something to do because uh, my condition doesn't let me do much else. So video games are my life and uh, I really hope that more of you can uh, join this journey with us. Composer of our intro Master Blasta and military veteran Jimmy Tacos. All right, let's get right into it and talk about all the new locations. We have Arsenal, Docks, Runway, Ruins, Mines, The Peak, Beachhead, Village, Lagoon, Airfield, Fields, Subpen, Power Plant, Capital, Resort. I'm super stoked about everything I'm seeing on these pictures. Yeah, I mean, it's they say the map's the same size too, so that's uh, that would be good. It, it can't be any smaller. Um, one of the things we kind of touched base on before... Um, is I'm a little worried about some verticality issues in this because it just looks a little more open and villagey as opposed to having tall buildings and vantage points for snipers. But right off the bat, I was looking at peak. That was the thing I was focusing on. It looks to be the highest spot in the map. It's exposed on all sides. So they're saying if you drop in, this is from like the little summary at the bottom. If you drop in and it's hot, you're going to be able to jump off the sides, but you're going to be exposed from all ends. The building has got like a big hole in the middle. The top of this is going to be wacky, I think. The biggest sleeper line in this summary is it says the peak is towards the runway, and then it says, or the magma chamber and what is built during its slumber. So I think you're going to be able to go in there at some point if it's not open already. I think it's going to be like a vault situation. We might be seeing like the inside of this thing at some point, if not right away. And I really like that they're starting off with the tunnels because they added that stuff later to Verdansk. And that was one of the main complaints that we always had about once got, getting into Verdansk was that nothing was recognizable. You played everything the same way. And then once they started adding in this, the subterranean stuff and the, the extras, it started getting a lot more interesting. I think the colors look great. A lot yeah, more it's, green. It's a lot, a lot more, a lot more saturated. It's not just gray tones, right? I don't know if you guys have played Call of Duty Mobile, but um, I mean, it's not a great comparison. Just the colors are popping a lot more in that in that respect. 
So when it comes to peak, also uh, it is a volcano. So that that's what that right. is. So I think I don't know. They're speculating that whether it's going to happen this season or most likely in a different season because that could be a huge event. Is that the volcano is going to erupt? Absolutely. You know, and so that 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 could change a lot of stuff too. Yeah. You can look at the whole map. You can jump to any part of the map, possibly, hopefully, because that's that's what I kind of like the uh, what I would use. Uh, Nakatomi for in Verdansk. We were attacking and just find a a team, identify and get after them. So, yeah. So I'm I'm guessing there's going to be like a Doctor Evil style base inside the volcano. Sharks with laser beams on their head inside. Freaking laser beams on their freaking heads. Are those sharks with laser beams attached to their heads? Other interesting spot for me is the Shark Slayer submarine pen. I mean, legit shark is in yeah. the name. So That's we're not awesome. swimming. They say that in the notes, but there is shallow water. We'll get into that later. It looks like you're going to be inside this structure. It's a submarine kind of parking so, garage. So, so. Subpen is a map in uh, Vanguard. I played the shit out of it. I'm assuming a lot of these areas. Subpen literally shares the same name. That's why I know Subpen is Subpen. Um, I don't know of any other maps that have the names of these locations, but some of them have to be based off the locations themselves, you know? Right. Th- those maps it, from Vanguard are going to be within this, sort of like how, uh, um, what was it, Blackout did it, because Blackout was just a collection of old Call of Duty maps put together to make the first big battle royale. Well, I was taking a look at the naval arsenal. I'm really, you know, I'm impressed. It looks like something that can end. You got high points, you got low points, you got a lot of hiding spots. And kind of looks uh, like port. Look where Peak is in in the back there, you see? Mm Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's got a much nicer layout, I think. And it's, I know we've talked about this, is just how you play each area. You know, it's going to force you to play each area different as the circle's moving. I'm more excited about the southern capital there. So like you see the in the picture, like doesn't give you a lot of information, just shows you the, the front of the Capitol building. But if you look at the map, that's actually like the front of the Capitol building is facing the ocean. So the back of the Capitol building is facing the uh, all open of the map. And when you uh, look on the Call of Duty website, the first like picture there is on a mountain looking oh, I over see the Capitol. Right yeah. So it's actually... So you actually get the back view of the capital there. And way in the background to the left, you can see a resort. So from that platform, ah. you, can, you can see all over the southern city of the capital and even maybe to the resort, the top of the resort. But on that defensive platform right there, it looks like there's a zip line going up along with you know ladders going up on the Capitol building. But there's also a trap door in the middle of that platform. So that might be an entrance yeah. to a cave where if you, if you look at the map right behind the Capitol and all that, it looks like it's going, well, either to the fields, out to the fields, or somehow If it's done plant. correctly, I think there's a way to traverse all the different areas above ground and also below ground. Hopefully there's ways to get from the Capitol building to the resort, maybe halfway like in a tunnel somehow or in a, you know, in a trench. Looking at the beachhead, it looks wide open, but I see a lot of trenches and I see a lot of ways to get up to those AA guns up there. 
So I'm not necessarily worried that there's not a lot of buildings, but if this is truly World War II Pacific style fighting, there's going to be hidden bunkers. I mean, there should be little rat hole nests and a whole bunch of stuff to fight in. Yeah, I really like that, but I I think I still see uh, Tin Man's point about that verticality. You know, if we got that even mix, you know, if Peak is covering, if all of these high points are really giving you some sort of advantage and then you have all these tunnels and trenches around, I'm, I'm a lot more excited for this map as it's coming forward. I was just coming from mostly a, a sniper's perspective. And uh, one thing I noticed from that too is this is a tropical island. There's a lot of fucking trees out there. A lot of them. So you, you'll see some of like the hillsides and stuff are just covered in trees, you know, palm trees and stuff, tropical you stuff. You're going to get skinny behind those trees? <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to do it, man. Let's, let's, see what skin, let's, let's, let's see what the skinny skin is that comes out. The, the, new, the new rose skin is just all thin and you can just hide behind little trees. What was your favorite IP? Um, I was a, a big Rambo thing. I like the Die Hard. Uh, I, did it make sense in Warzone, I guess, when they dropped Nakatomi in there? Uh, it was fun to see both of those in the sound bites. What would you say your favorite was? Mine is still uh, John McClane. I'm a huge um, Die Hard fan. Welcome to the party, pal! Die Hard is the greatest Christmas movie of all time. If you don't think it's a Christmas movie, you could fight me. I, I bought a lot of skins. That's one thing about like some of these skins cost like $20 a piece type of thing. You know what I mean? And I'm, and I was always the first to be like, fuck you guys. You know what I mean? Like you make enough money off of this. You're charging 20 bucks. Then I'm like, oh shit, like John McClane. I'm going to buy that. And then I bought it. And then like, I bought another one and then I bought it. Like I bought a lot of skins over the, over the yeah, course of yeah. this game. I bought a lot of them. But to be honest, uh, when that John McClane came out, that was sort of uh, that was my go-to, and I'm still rocking it to this day. So uh, John John is coming with me to World War II. He's going to be my number one right now. So until something cool comes out, right. great audio you know. bites. Oh, his are great. You got the whole Yippee Kaye motherfucker. You got all you know. Welcome to the party, pal. All the classics. You know, if you know that movie and you're a fan, it's it's fun to just hear him called out. You know. On the flip side, there's um, the Rambo, which I love the skin. I actually. Uh, bought it but then his audio bites were just terrible couldn't even tell what he was saying and then master blaster i don't were you buying skins i don't know that i unlocked any skin past the ones i give you <laughs> i'm not against it i became more of a fan so i started to buy you know a skin or two but um i'm not against running the default skin and slapping some not cheats out there and, and I, I commend your restraint for not giving money to a company that i literally can't stand you know what i mean i'm like you guys <laughs> suck take my money i've spent money on dlc before and skins um you know but my problem was always uh you know unfortunately the cheating that went on in the game so i was not gonna spend any more money on it to so. spend your money and get cheated on that's like i tough. said I keep coming back i'm gonna give it a chance with the new the new system the new map what IP would you like to see in a World War II setting game, right? So we're going to the Pacific. It's World War II setting. Who could they bring in that would make you want to buy a skin, Master Blaster? I have a couple. I'm not going to say them. I'll I know exactly who. Shoot. Um, oh God, I can't remember his name, but uh, the Wolfenstein character. BJ Blaskowitz? Uh, BJ Blaskowitz. <laughs> yes. No way. He had. I did not know that was yes. his oh, name. Oh, yeah. Okay. I absolutely want to see him running around with a chain gun. Did not even cross my mind. I think it's a great idea. That wouldn't make my day. Uh, Tin Man, any thoughts? Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
so one thing that I would love to see, and it doesn't necessarily have to be like World War II themed because, you know, they, they get away from that shit all the time of what's what. But I mean, I think a whole Wizard of Oz thing. And if I can be the Tin Man, <laughs> dude, how cool would that be to have the Tin Man <laughs> running around in there? There you go. Hell yeah. You, you, you get his silver axe. I think that would actually be pretty badass. <laughs> I'm going to go straight off to uh, Tom Hanks. Let's Dude. get, oh. let's get the, I was gonna uh, fucking say that. Ryan guys in there. Yeah. I was um, going to say Tom Hanks. That would be so cool to be Tom Hanks. And he's got like the shaky hand like in the beginning. He can like pull out his watch and his hand shaking <laughs> or something, you know? Right. The Dirty Dozen. Obviously, my handle Ooh. is Posey. I don't think, I think that's a deep cut. I'll give you I'll give you another good one. Um Inglorious Bastards. I was just thinking that. Let's get the Bear Jew out yeah, there. Hell yeah. There you go. The Bear Juden. Got German here wants to die for country. Oblige him. I don't really like the uh flashy skin so much. I just like the uh the general the general uh skins basically, but my favorite skin is like Reaper because it it's uh basically a hooded hooded insurgent. Reminds me of the old SOCOM too. It's very simple, but very insurgency. Um, but for World War II, like I think, like we're going on uh, movie stars. I would like to see John Wayne, like with his chin strap, chin strap. So you're talking un- about a top heavy uh, soldier like running around. Yeah, yeah, uh. like John John Wayne, and he has that, and he's got that crazy, you know, John Wayne voice or. Uh, or Clint Eastwood, he did a couple World War II. Got some Charlton Heston in there. Charlton Heston would be a good one. And then um, I thought of another one too. Rosie the Riveter. She's an iconic character for that World War II era. But if you go back to peak too, and you look at how high that is, it's up there. Like it's in the clouds almost. It looks like, and you can see in the background the rest of the map like rolling down there, and that that's so got to be higher. Be than, a bridge back there too. There does, yeah. I'm just kind of noticing that. Now. I think we're gonna be all right. It. Doesn't where would that be going to though? That looks that looks a little odd. Maybe that's right. like some internal yeah, yeah. stuff Coming too, like out inside of the, that uh, yeah the lava because it doesn't on that left side of where the bridge is. It doesn't right. come out any further. So yeah, I'm getting excited. I think these pictures. Oh, and I I just noticed uh, on peak there's some trams here too. Rock outcrops can offer respite should the area become a hot drop. As can the main gondola station that shuttles from peak towards the runway or the magma chamber that whatever I said that earlier, but the the peak that runs towards runway. So it's gonna be like a, a lift from what let's look at the map here. So runway is southwest, and I believe there was another one northeast. So it's gonna go off from F to C, which is like north to northeast. The other thing that got me going was the uh, River Village has these like step up type hedges. I'm calling it right now. The sleeper hot drop is going to be Clearwater Lagoon. I don't think it's going to be the new Superstore. It, it looks a little smaller than that, but that lighthouse, man. I think I know that why. fucking lighthouse. People are going to want it. <laughs> if you remember Blackout, dude, that lighthouse. Yes, and there was, remember, there was nothing out there. There, there was a lighthouse, and there was like a couple levels underneath it, and that was it. Then you had a little land bridge that went out to almost nothing, and then you had to take a boat, which Blackout had. They do not have that here. I don't think there's water vehicles in this. Um, it looks like you could be held pretty hard. Yes, that was the best thing about Lighthouse. Yeah, and it was it was just odd that for having you know such little area compared to a lot of places to search and do whatever, how hot that place got. Because you were never alone dropping at the lighthouse. 
I just have a feeling that that's going to be another one of these things. People are going to want to drop into the top of that lighthouse and you're going to duke it out out there. It's going to be dudes along the bottom. And then it looks like it it's not far from, where is it? It's I, yeah. So it's actually, it's not far from the village and then it goes straight to the airfield. So that could be a nice little run. You hit the lighthouse, hit whatever. It looks like there's a little village around the lighthouse too, maybe. Then you hit that, and then you can like run down into the airfield type of deal. So like beachhead for G. I wonder if that's gonna you know give some Normandy style vibes. You know what I mean? If you're gonna have, I don't, I don't. I mean, I don't know how you would be able to uh, recreate anything like that in there. But you know, ha having the bunkers with the mounted guns and all that deal. You know. Well, I mean, it looks like there might be some stuff out in uh, that shallow water there down by J. Maybe we got some sunken ships. You know, it'd be interesting. It's interesting to see what we could do with shallow water. So the AA guns on the beachhead are going to play in in the Vanguard Royale. I don't think those are AA guns, to be honest. They're mentioning in the the Vanguard Royale that that's where the I think the dogfighting's actually going to be. So they're going to have all Vanguard weapons, new Vanguard, uh, like a transport carrier. It's going to be all focused on those weapons. There's going to be two distinct versions of Warzone coming out. Two major differences between Vanguard Royale and traditional Battle Royale are the new vehicles and dogfighting and a focus on Vanguard weapons. Also, the circle is going to collapse. I like this one a lot. The circle is going to collapse at different times and it's going to like be kind of more random. The in-game's events... And like how long the circles are are gonna change in that that game type. So I think that's kind of cool, actually. So what do you think is gonna become the new main? You know what I mean? Vanguard Royale, you think that's gonna just become the standard? Or do you think the regular one so everybody can grab all their fucking future it's, weapons? And also and, their skins are just Vanguard skins. Like it's it's very specific. So Well, yeah, but I mean that can make the whole the whole thing feel yeah. more fresh though, compared to just like an update, almost just like a whole new game, you know? Yeah, it really depends on the I'm balance. interested to try yeah, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not against I'm, I'm definitely not against it. I just don't think it takes over. I think hopefully it's something they can keep tweaking and uh it'll be a good um change just like Rebirth is. And I here's another point I want to bring up. I don't know if you read this about Rebirth. We were talking last time that it's it's going to be back. But they're actually taking it away first. So if you read if you read it closely, I was all hot about yeah, it's gonna be there. They're giving everybody like a last chance with it, and then it's going to go away. And hopefully they redo it or they're gonna tweak it a little bit. For a while there, Rebirth saved Call of Duty Warzone. Yes, it, I, yeah, that's the perfect way to put it because yeah. it saved it for me. You can't drop into a 20-minute game and get melted by a cheater. We spoke about it before and walk away sane, yes. right? You drop into Rebirth, you get five minutes in, you found out there's a cheater, you requeued, you're back in, and you're okay. Yeah, just the whole pacing of it, It's it, it just put another twist on the on the gameplay that I enjoyed, which was good. And like you, And you made the perfect point, though. It's you usually encountered the Verdansk cheaters towards the end. Because the map is so big, you know, and if there's one or two out there, maybe one or two accidentally got killed, whatever. But that one that's going to make it to the end, you come down to the last couple circles, there's one, two teams left besides you, and you're thinking you got to win in sight, and then all of a sudden the hacker wipes you out after 20, 25, sometimes 30 minutes of gameplay. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
and it's just like it crushes you. <laughs> it's like I just wasted all this time for that, you know. And a lot of times in Rebirth, <clears throat> you'll first of all, I don't think there were as many hackers in Rebirth. They were there; they were hundred percent there. But I don't think there was as many because I, I just don't think the I think it was the wins didn't matter to them as much as getting them in uh, Verdansk. I think it was more satisfying for them. I don't know to ruin Verdansk games. You just made a perfect point. Um, I, I believe that Rebirth saved the game for a lot of people. It definitely did for me because I much prefer at right now. I much prefer Rebirth than Verdansk. I, I don't like going into Verdansk anymore. All right, so let's talk about a couple other changes. They're going to change Gulag drop backins. It's going to be with your weapon that you you uh, won with in the Gulag with the with the whole loadout that you won with. So you could have the equipment if if you had two guns in there, you could awesome. have two guns. I think that that's was a the same great as change. The Iron Trials uh, eighty four, which mixed results. I don't know. What did you guys think of that? It was a high TTK. We played it briefly. I don't know. Tin Man. I never played it. I uh, I was on one of my uh, Warzone boycotts during that event and didn't. Uh, I was off doing other things. Let's be clear here. We have Master Blaster, who is the composer of the intro of the show. He boycotted Call of Duty, and nobody blamed him for it. I've done yes. it myself. Yes. I and ended up coming back, but it, I, I did fair, it myself for many months. And to be fair, Warzone's not the only one I've been on boycott. This is a long-running history with me and Call hates, of Duty. He I hates keep, a lot of shit. I keep coming back. I keep giving it chances because it is fun. Um, and I'm hoping for the new map here. I'm hoping this brings me back and I have some I have some fun like Blackout, which is the one that I, that I had a lot of fun on last time. Here's some hope. Stopping power rounds are gone. How many times Good. have you heard me complain? Nice. And yep. this is this is my theory on if you got a stopping power rounds right off the bat and your loadout, like they were giving you a gift and you were like, it was like a, a gift from the Madden gods or the Call of Duty gods. It was just unreal to come across a guy with his loadout and a stopping power rounds. Every time I would pick up stopping power, I just could not wait to get into the first fight because I was like, oh, I'm going to melt these guys so fast. They're going to think I'm cheating, <laughs> you know? Well, yeah. I mean, any Battle Royale game that practically gives you a guaranteed kill as a pickup, you know, that's broken. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind it either way. I mean, you can, it never really bothered me because, I mean, yeah, it is a gift, but, I mean, I don't think I'm that bad at the game. I found stopping power a lot. <laughs> so I can't hate it too much, but at the same time, it changes the element, so I'm all for it. Well, it's just like, uh, it's just like anything that, you know, if it's used against you, fuck it. If you're using it, well, this is kind of cool. I didn't mind it. I think I found it probably more than you guys somehow. So I don't know. Well, I add in dead silence on this too. Stopping power, dead silence. I mean, balance breaking. You know, you're just giving people kills. This is a big one for me. Stun grenades are the biggest bullshit tactical. Oh, yeah. You're, you're locked in place for like 30 so seconds. so many times my back has been turned. It's crazy. But I also think that that's not going to be the nerf we're hoping for. This is not. These are the two things. I'm glad stopping power's out, but it's too good to be true that dead silence is just going to be, okay, why even have it out there? And then stun grenades, I still think they're going to be over the top. Well, you know, Warzone's had audio problems, and now you got a perk in there that takes away 
what little audio you may be getting in the See, first place. I had place. the audio problems in the beginning, and I I unlocked Atmos, and I felt like everything changed, uh, except for a little height information. But I, I agree with you there. Once I uh, got Dolby Atmos, it definitely made a huge difference. Also, the Nerf to Cali sticks. Let's talk about a guy with Cali sticks coming up the way. Yeah, here they come. This was put in the game for the people that could not aim. And then it changed over yeah, to the people when it was so broken that they are just trolls. Uh, we have a guy in here that'll use a troll weapon in rebirth. Tacos, you want to talk about a crossbow? Is it a problem? <laughs> you think people like being killed a problem when he's crossbow? using it on our team. Um, let's see. Uh, the amount of, <laughs> let's just say the amount of death comms that I hear when I hit someone with an exploding crossbow makes me use the exploding crossbow. <laughs> We're going to have you record so some of those specifically just, for, for us so we could get the... I'll, uh, get, I'll get some for you. And they're no problem. They come all the time. When, when Tacos is using that uh, crossbow, and it, it is the perfect support weapon because I get so many downs because like our whole thing was from Nova to church type of deal, you know? I get so many downs in that window of church that get revived because I can't see them anymore. But when I knock a guy and he just starts lobbing fucking exploding uh, arrows in there, I get so many more finishes than ever. I wanted to say, too, they actually made a purpose for the decoy grenade now. The new thing is they're adding rubber bullets to, I quote, pester the enemy. And, uh, you know, I'm thinking it's going to be like rocks in the gulag where it doesn't take a lot of damage off, but it's just enough to get you angry but um you know the first person purpose of the decoy grenade was basically throw it in the diff another direction of the enemy hopefully you know behind them or something away from you so you can decoy yourself right but now it has a new purpose where um if you have that perk that marks enemies it, you might throw it in the middle of enemies. It might mark all four enemies there at you go. once. You can you can use it as like a, so, a as as like a tag so now, grenade. So you know? now you actually have a purpose for the decoy grenade in a loadout if you want. So it, it's a new dynamic. That's a good idea. Yeah. I think that would be awesome. So they also added these gas canisters. It's going to force people to move because it's non-toxic gas. So it's like going to make them cough and give their position away. So uh, you're going to have to carry this over. The cool part also is that you're going to be able to send it up zip lines. So you're going to be able to send it up to the top of a zip line, gas them, get people to drop off. So that's another addition that... That could be kind of cool. That could be a good way to... So it just... It, but does it do damage to them? I thought it was like the, the circle where it does damage and makes them move. A small cloud of non-toxic smoke into the atmosphere yeah so i wonder if it's uh i wonder if it obscures your vision and makes it cough kind of deal right and they said so they said a gas mask uh, from what i read a gas mask will help that um that canister right but they also changed the animation of putting on the gas mask right so yeah, yeah. great that's change. gonna be huge so, yeah, i heard I'm that i was so happy curious to see what that is going to do because I can count on, you know, my hands and my feet how many times I've put on a gas mask trying to shoot someone and all of a sudden I'm dead. It so. drives me nuts, especially in those final circles, man. 
just sidebar, like I've been a convert of using the gas to your advantage and using that gas mask to power play somebody and okie doke if you can, especially in a final solo match, like going out of the circle and back in. So yeah, any any type of uh, being able to shoot more while I'm in the gas, uh, that'd be great. I don't even care if they keep the mask on. Just don't. Yeah, it's just from what's from happening. In front yeah, of from me. what I saw, it's gonna. It's no longer gonna like hinder your actions. So like there was a million times where I would be, I would just run right out of the gas. I would ADS. I would be about to take down maybe one of the last guys in the entire game. And all of a sudden my guy would just start taking off that fucking mask. I was hip firing into the sky. Cause you know, it was too far away to even hip fire. And it was all, be- and that animation lasted way, way too long. And it completely got you killed. And if you're in and out of the gas, you're putting it on, taking it off. You can't ADS. You can't do shit. I almost think it should be a you have to put it on and take it off yourself. I that, always that said that I would always yeah yeah I always, I always said that way. like it, if you don't want to put the thing on you want to risk the you know the few HP that it's going to cost and the coughing and the vision problems that it's going to cause you but you want to be able to t- still take those shots that should be up to you. That gives me another idea of strategy. Like if you put it on, you can be wasted. You can be coughing, wasting all your life, and put it on at the last second to give you extra time to run into that circle uh, if you don't even yeah. have time. So it so putting that on, like that changes the game. That way. could add another layer to that in circle there. And yeah. it, 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 I, I like that. I like that change. That's that's the, the old battlefield. So We've got gas moving in. Well, speaking of more changes, there's shallow water. Uh, they made it a point to say we're not getting our sea legs. And by the way, you can swim in Call of Duty Mobile. Uh, I've played you can it swim recently. in Blackout. I'm, Oh, you could see. I didn't play back blackout. Um, yeah, there was a lot of water in blackout. There was rivers and stuff. You had uh, you had boats. Blackout is the same map as Call of Duty Mobile. It's the oh, same. Oh, is it really? Exact, I didn't know that. It's the same oh, exact cool. thing. It's the same exact thing. So, so we're going to be able to wade through shallow water, seen in areas like the lagoon. Walking within water makes it harder to see footsteps, even for those operators with the tracker perk equipped. Crouch in knee-high water, and you can gain the effects of cold-blooded, but you cannot go prone. So it's going to be a little a little different fighting. And then they're also talking that they're adding smoke to uh, water when, say, there's a... Let me just read what it says. Speaking of science, fire-based equipment now causes smoke when it hits water, adding a new layer of tactics when traversing through open, shallow pools. So you're going to be able to get more smoke out of different type of tacticals when they explode in the water, which is great. I think it's going to be an open type of fight and you're going to be able to get through these areas by, you know, whipping a thermite into the water and it's going to smoke. Which they said they're also buffing all the lethal equipment. I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. There's several, they said there's several lethal equipment with more damage, basically. So who knows what it is or whatever. Yeah, like I just, these are the kinds of ads that, you know, I'm going to come back for it, and I think a lot of other people will come back for it because it's a kind of nuance and tactical strategy that was not in certainly the launch of Verdansk. Yeah, there are a lot of changes over time. Speaking of people coming back to the game, are we going to deal with cheaters in this this new version of Warzone? It's what I've been thinking about almost every day. There has been over 800,000 bans. In Warzone, 
800,000 bands. How many people are actually trying to do this? Like this is... How many of those were duplicates? Yeah, I would right. just well, double Well, that's what number. I mean. I'm just saying like just to speculate, I know that's not the exact number, but just the idea of that many, that volume of bands and what... What, you know that many of shitty players out there that feel they need to fucking cheat. So we it's dropped tough in when recently. It's a free game too. So when it's a free game, you cheat, you make another account, you cheat, you make another account, you cheat, and that's it. So unless you're banning people by like IP address, that's I guess that's different. But I don't know so if you let's can hope that. that the new kernel can, but they were is going to take care of ninety nine percent of this stuff, and it'll be like every other game where. Every once in a blue moon, some dude comes in rage hacking, and he's at the top of the list on the Xbox chart. We all we all remember loading up the old games and going to the top of the chart and being like, "Are you kidding me? How can they not get rid of this person that is <laughs> clearly cheating and do it? Like, what is what is going on?" But in that same vein, I've also played GTA where I was glitched, you know, two billion dollars and. Rockstar never took it away from me there either. So there's massive amount of people playing these games. Obviously hard for them to keep up with the glitches, the all the rest of it. So I'm staying positive. I'm going to hope this is the end of all cheating. And we are going back to melting faces every single game. Uh, I'm not saying we're winning every game, but it's a, it's a fair fight. And we all know when it's a fair fight in Verdansk. Can you tell when you're cheated on? Was it every game? At one point, it was a lot, for sure. It was probably 90% of our games at, uh, you know, a few months ago at the, at the height of the cheating. Um, and I'm not saying everybody was using aimbot, but there were wall hackers. Oh, there were, I can, I mean, you could tell. I mean, when you look at a kill cam, you could tell who's using the aimbot, who's using the wall hacks, you know. But it's... uh you know, I I know a lot of people like to uh, point the finger real quickly. I've been the death camps for me. Oh, what a hacker! Oh, we got a hacker! Oh, there's oh, a I've, hacker. I've been called a so, hacker so many times. Right. So like, but that's the thing. Don't get me wrong. There's so many hackers, but there's so many accusations at the same point or same time. So I mean, well, right now, and this right is now Activision's is a low fault. point. I, I want to say right now is a low point, and we're being there's a cheater in probably fifty percent of our games. And there's a couple different types of cheaters. We all know the rage hackers. The we all know the the guy that comes in and they're just moving from squad to squad to squad. You could tell that the circle. Hey, it's we're second circle, and there's ten teams left. It's a dead giveaway. But the worst kind of cheater, the worst is the one that acts with their friends that they're actually good at the game and they're they're doing the wall hacks. And, we had and, that guy the other day, remember? Yeah, and the only people that can tell are the ones that are getting killed by. And, and here, here j- just so our audience knows how much we hate hacking, it, we had three people in our squad. It was the three of us. It, it, who was there? It was me, you, and... Uh, it was me, Posey, and Warvet, correct? Yeah, right. So it was the three of us, and then we had a fill for four, and we got a rando in there, and we knew pretty fast that this dude was cheating. Right. Oh, right. So I, I was I was dead at one point, and I was specking him, and I was like, well, there's no doubt anymore. The dude was clearly fucking cheating. So we had a cheater on our team, and we could have just been like, all right, cool. Let's just follow this dude and win the game. But no, 
we fucked with this guy to no end. He, like we, he was we, doing we were, I have no mic. Right? Yeah, we were throwing everything at him. We were calling him a cheater and open comms, and he's you know moving his character back and forth, waving his head no. We're like, dude, you're full of shit. We weren't even playing the game. We didn't care. We're just throwing everything at him. We eventually were able to get a hold of a vehicle, yes. run it into him. Another team blew it up and killed the hacker for us. He and we, finally spoke up when we were yeah. like, you're too dumb to realize we've been trying to kill you this whole time. And he finally spoke up and it is the lowest of the low. Yeah, the shit people. this guy was saying, it was just like, come on, man. And go on you, Tin Man stream. That's the All right, we'll plug it. Go ahead. Go on the Tin Man stream. What is your stream? TH3 Tin Man. I am on Twitch. Okay, so go check it out. It's in the VODs. We do it all the time. It was real bad. Uh, the only thing worse than a cheater is a guy with the riot shield and Cali sticks. I'm gonna make so I'm gonna I'm gonna take that I'm gonna take that VOD and I'm going to uh, create an entire video about it to run through the entire cool series of events. And then uh, when we get <laughs> our um, one shot. Uh, you know, either Instagram or whatever. When we get our social media stuff going, I'll link it in there and then everybody can watch it. Real quick, I want to, I would just want to tell people that they could go check out Bad Boy Beeman and that there's a couple other guys that are breaking down streamers that are cheating on um, Warzone. And it's a, it's a big thing for me. We'll do a uh, episode on streaming cheaters eventually. I don't even want to breach the subject. Yeah. We're going to see when Vanguard comes out. Who's dropping forties and fifties legit um, pretty quickly, and we'll see if this anti cheat's gonna work. I'm 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 really interested to see uh, some specific names if they're gonna make. I got I got at least one big name right now that I'm thinking of that I cannot <laughs> wait to see if if yeah. Ricochet works the way it's supposed to, and cheating is all but eradicated. I I want to see. I'm not gonna fucking call anybody out right now. I will later. I'm just not going to do it now, but I, I want to see how this person performs. Well, that's the question. If the ricochet works the way they say it does, then we're going to have some awesome videos to watch, satisfying videos to watch of people just going down in flames because you know they're cheaters now. Um, but, oh, it's going to be great. You know, as somebody that's coming back to the game, you got to remember all these people making money on this, they have more of an incentive now, right? Because it's something new. So... Let's hope that they're really putting their money where their mouth is on this one. All right. Well, we'll get we'll get back to all the cheating. Um, we're we're gonna go back to Verdansk and and talk about a lot of that uh, in coming episodes and kind of revisit Verdansk. It's it, it's our basis to to um, to go into the Pacific map and kind of see what's different. That's what we're gonna look back at. Uh, yeah, and as much as I hate Verdansk, be problems. as much as I hate Verdansk, you know what I mean? That's what we've known for the last, what, year and a half, whatever it's been since that game came out. Yes. Know? And all the changes it's been through, and and that kind of brings back to the new map, too, is I know Verdansk at the back of my hand right now. You know every building, every shack, every tree. We've spent so much time right. there, and now we're going to be dropping into a brand new place and the size of it, you know what I mean? It's going to take a while to relearn a whole new map. I'm kind of excited, you know, for something fresh. You're done warming up. Stand by for deployment to the war zone. Some other changes. Contracts. This is one I love. It is the big game bounty, which targets the operator with the highest kill count, but only once per game. So that is going to be going after the operator with the highest kill count. Right away, that is like a big energy. Like, let's just go get the best team right now. Uh, 
is at least one of the best teams. I, I love it. I think it's great. Yeah, I think that's awesome too. That's the kind of stuff that just forces you to forces you to conflict, keep going at each other. Is there a um, is there any information on how that's activated? Is that something that like just one team picks up? Is it as easy as picking something up, or do you have to like? Because that's a hell of a thing, you know what I mean? And and it, and it almost punishes the top player. So and there's got to be some sort of uh, you know reward for the top player because it's not up to them that they, somebody just activated that and now they're coming after them. So there's got to be some reward for them surviving it too. You know what I mean? Yeah. So hopefully that could be yeah maybe one per map or. Uh... Maybe yeah, but I'm just wondering if it's just as simple. Yeah, if it's just as simple as picking it up, or if you have to like almost do something. You know what I mean? Like do something special, like take something somewhere. Or... Yeah, I don't think it's going to be on the ground right away. I think it's going to pop up later in the, of the game, you know what and I mean? then it's yeah. going to be void. It's going to be void late circles. Yeah, because that's a good point because it's going to keep people in the very beginning. It's going to make them avoid wanting to get into fights because it's like, well, I'll just wait a little bit, wait for that top guy to get marked, and then. You know, then I'll start fucking wiping people out. So another huge change is going to be loadout drops, right? So you are not going to be able to buy a loadout drop until the first loadout drop is completed. So yep, this, for the first loadout this is event. a huge change in, in gameplay, right? What are you going to buy? Are you going to save your money? Are you going to then pass up your free drop loadout to go buy another one or are you everybody's going to be going at their their free drop loadout a lot of the times you can get away with just hitting it and then another team that already has theirs is going to pass it up or doesn't need to get to it i think this is a huge change in the way the game is going to be played i mean there's going to be uavs early and the fights are going to be quick very quick so i i think this uh a lot of people were saying that, you know, it's to kind of take away from benefiting teams that just are a little better at dropping. You know what I mean? You drop in, you know where to go, you get your, you get the money fast, you know the spots, you get, you get that loadout like immediately. And then all of a sudden, now you have your loadout against most teams that don't. But I still think that this could be advantageous for those type of teams. Cause like, say, say we drop. We hit a nice spot. We get a nice amount of money, and then we kind of save it up, and we're waiting for that loadout. That next loadout comes. We don't need that free one. Like Depending on where it drops, too, that's going to make a huge difference. But we don't really need that free one. So what we can do is we can throw our loadout out, the one we bought, get our loadout, and then we can almost camp the the, the free ones because the people that maybe are a little weaker or were a little slower didn't get to buy one. So now they need that free one. So we can almost bait them, and now that Depending we got our on shit, how quick you know? they can get there. And yeah, there's there's a lot. Of, it's gonna be great. I I don't know exactly how I feel about it just yet. I'm gonna have to. Yeah, exact same way. I'm gonna have to wait to get in there to see how it plays out. How we it plays, all love you know? bullying up on another team before they can get their bearings and get any of their weapons. And um, what the loadout change does now is force people's movement. So they don't they don't get their weapon, so they're running around like crazy trying to find that good weapon. If they're laying all over the place, they're just gonna take it and freaking sit there. Like so that that negates that negates the the one of the purposes of making the loadout later is making that make people move you know, force people to use weapons that they don't like. We've got gas moving in. As this releases in the next couple of weeks, unfortunately, we have to wait a little longer. We're going to try to give you as much information as we can.
We're eager to get in there just like you guys are. Uh, we want to tell you what we think. So as soon as this thing drops, we're going to play the hell out of it. We're going to come back and give you all the information we can, the best we can. Uh, hopefully we can make this a weekly thing for you guys so that we can give you the updates on metas, switches to the game, you know, any changes that they've made, what we hate, what we love, and you know, hopefully more love because there's a lot of hate coming from Verdance. All right. Thanks for listening to the One Shot Podcast. We're going to bring you all the information you need to drop into Warzone and get some kills. Thanks for listening. <laughs>